0: AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bosch. The number of clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Bosch Clean Diesel. Good. Clean. Fun. Bridgestone. Your journey. Our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Hello and welcome to AutoLine Daily for June 4. I'm John McElroy and here's what's happening in the world of automobiles. New car sales in May in the American market were up 16% over a year ago. And they were up nearly 4% compared to April. But the SAR, the Seasonally Adjusted Annual Rate, dropped to only 13.7 million vehicles. Most analysts were expecting the number to hit 14.4 million. Now, you don't want to read too much into one month's numbers, but this could be a sign that the new car market is slowing down, amongst other signs that the global economy could be headed for a downturn. We will have a full sales report later in the show. Volkswagen's CEO, Martin Vinterkorn, is leaving no stone unturned in a quest to shake things up. He just replaced the top executives in charge of China and in charge of trucks, and added three new members to the Audi board. Bloomberg reports the moves are part of Winterkorn's drive to make the Volkswagen Group the world's largest automaker. In other news, Audi's North American CEO and a personal friend of mine, Johan de Nyssen, has resigned from his post. No reason has been given for his departure, but I bet he ends up in the top spot at another big car company. And speaking of surprising changes, Road & Track magazine will be leaving its longtime home in Newport Beach, California, and is moving to Ann Arbor, Michigan. The magazine is also getting a new editor-in-chief. Former honcho Matt DeLorenzo will be replaced by Larry Webster, a veteran journalist who's been working at Popular Mechanics. Road & Track's move will make Ann Arbor home to three of the industry's big car magazines, including Car & Driver and Automobile. Hearst Publishing owns both road and track and car and driver, and this sure reeks of consolidation. I just hope this is as far as they try to consolidate it. Ford's SYNC infotainment system lets you do a lot of things with your vehicle, and now it can help you save money on insurance. State Farm Insurance will offer Ford and Lincoln owners who have a sink system an immediate 5% reduction and if they drive fewer than thousand miles a month, they can save even more. But you have to allow State Farm access to your sink system to verify the numbers. State Farm already offers the same program to GM customers with OnStar. Chinese automaker SAIC announced it will offer its first electric vehicle for sale this October. It'll be a production version of the Ro E50 concept that was unveiled at this year's Beijing Auto Show. It will have a range of 135 kilometers, that's about 84 miles, and it can be recharged to 80% capacity in 30 minutes. No official price has been announced, but it's expected to cost less than 200,000 yuan or about $31,000. The biggest, the highest, the longest, the coldest. Humans love extremes and records of those extremes. And in the world of cars, a new record has just been set. According to Bloomberg, a 1962 Ferrari 250 GTO sold last month in a private transaction for $35 million. This green beauty was one of just 39 copies produced between 1962 and 1964. It was made for famed racing driver, Sterling Moss. The previous record for world, the world's most expensive car was held by Peter Mullen, a private collector in California. He paid between 30 and 34 million for a 1936 Bugatti Atlantic. I interviewed Peter a number of years ago and you can follow the link in today's show notes for a peek at his astonishing collection. Coming up next, we're going to take a deep dive into the sales numbers because there are definitely some surprises that turned up last month. Clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Why? Higher take rates, lower cost of ownership, longer range and better fuel mileage, lower CO2 emissions. Clean diesel, good, economical, functional. Bosch, invented for life. Here are more details of what happened with new car sales in the American market for May. Total sales came to 1.3 million vehicles, up 16% from the 1 million that were sold last year and up nearly 4% compared to April. But as we pointed out at the top of the show, the SAR only hit 13.7 million vehicles, down sharply from the 14.4 that most analysts were expecting. The Japanese automakers really came roaring back since, a year ago, they were still reeling from the effects of the earthquake and tsunami in Japan. Toyota sales shot up a jaw-dropping 73%. Subaru and Honda jumped over 36%. But Chrysler also had a pretty good month with sales up nearly 20%. Nissan did not move nearly as much, up 11%, but that's because it was not impacted as heavily by the earthquake as were the others. The best-selling car was the Toyota Camry, which hit 39,000 units, up 94% from a year ago. Second place went to the Honda Civic with 33,000. Rounding out the top five were the Corolla Matrix, the Honda Accord, and a big surprise here, the Chevrolet Malibu. On the truck side, the Ford F-Series easily topped the list with over 54,000 units sold. The Silverado came in at 34,000, and the Ram had a pretty good showing with 24,000 units sold. One interesting development is that the Ford Mustang outsold the Chevrolet Camaro for the first time in quite a while. Mustang came in at 10,000 units, up 45% from a year ago. The Camaro at 9,000 units, down 12%. And for comparison purposes, the Dodge Challenger hit nearly 5,000 sales, and that was up 30%. At the opposite end of the product spectrum, Hybrids, e-assist cars, and electrics were up a whopping 90 percent. But that big increase is due to Toyota restoring inventory levels of the Prius and Camry. Take them out of the equation, and the alternative vehicle segment grew at about the same rate as the overall market. But adding those e-assist cars, such as the Buick LaCrosse, to the total means that the alternate vehicle segment now comes to 3% of the total market, up from the 2.5% that it's been hovering at. And just because people like to keep track of the electric car segment, the Chevrolet Volt sales came in at 1,680 cars, the Toyota Prius plug-in came in at 1,074, the Nissan Leaf came in at 510, the BMW Active E sold 251 units, but Mitsubishi could only move 85 of its electric eyes. As I said earlier, sales were up strong versus a year ago, but that was mainly because Toyota and Honda are back in the game. But that SAR rate of only 13.7 million units should be a big concern to everyone involved in the automotive industry. And that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching and please join us again here tomorrow.